0: Hello, Prince George's County. This is March 2020, and it's Women's History Month. For this season, we're focusing on women in the DMV that have changed lives. Some of these names you already know, but some of these women will be new to you. What will not be new to you is the wonders we uncover in this historic county just outside the nation's capital. Stay right here for our Prince George's of the day. This is the Prince George's Daily Podcast
1: hello prince george's county i'm del Roden, and today is march 30th 2020. in today's episode of the prince george's daily podcast a student travis mcneil presents the thoughts of a great author great thinker and a phenomenal woman when history is part of the story research is the answer to many questions right here right after the weather this week we focus on the work of students at pgcc our students have submitted their best podcast work and we will focus on their work for this week next month however is financial empowerment month with heath carlock and david smalls in these turbulent times with record unemployment and society changes like nothing we've ever seen getting the money right is important as important as ever tune in to heath carelock the director of the financial empowerment center on the campus of prince george's community college to hear nearly every aspect of financial responsibility that's next month for now though this is women's history month on the prince george's daily podcast we take this opportunity to focus on phenomenal women of prince george's county the dmv and all over Now, for today's weather, our high temperature will be in the mid to upper 60s under very sunny skies. We have a 10% chance of rain tonight as our temperature will drop down into the 40s. Partly cloudy tomorrow with a high in the mid 50s, 40 overnight tomorrow night before returning to the mid 50s on Wednesday. This is the week before the month of April begins and brings spring-like conditions hopefully. Now. For the COVID-19 update, for the state of Maryland, the health department confirms over 1,400 cases as of 10 o'clock this morning. Of those, Montgomery and Prince George's County lead the way, with Prince George's County recording three newly reported deaths as a result of coronavirus. I cannot stress this enough: take this seriously and avoid human contact whenever possible. Governor Larry Hogan has just ordered a stay-in-place order as of eight o'clock tonight. Social distancing whenever possible, stay safe, love each other, love yourselves, and tell a healthcare worker or a first responder you know that you appreciate what they're doing. Anyway, According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise this morning was at 6.53. Our sunset this evening will take place at 7.29. That's the weather for today, March 30th, 2020. Stay with us after the episode of Phenomenal Women and Gorgeous Prince George's. We'll bring news from the desk of Lillian Torres. Coming right up, though, Travis McNeil gets the skinny from Nicole Hannah-Jones. She is a phenomenal woman and our Prince Georgian of the day. This is the Prince George's Daily Podcast at PGCC.
2: What if I told you that the year 1619 is as important to the American story as the year 1776? That America is a country born both of an idea and a lie. I have been obsessed with the year 1619 since I was a high school student like you in this room. It was during high school when I was taking the one semester black history course that my high school offered that I first came across a landmark book called Before the Mayflower. And on page 29 of that book is when I first saw the year 1619 marking the arrival of the first Africans in the colony of Virginia. And historian, Lerone Bennett, who wrote that book, said these words. What seems unusual today is that no one sensed how extraordinary she really was. For few ships, before or since, have unloaded a more momentous cargo.
3: Very powerful words from today's guest, Nicole Hannah-Jones. This is the spring semester of social media production. I'm Travis, and today I'm going to be interviewing Nicole Hannah-Jones. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, First, I'd like to get into... um, The 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 uh, 191619 project. I'm sorry, the 1619 project Um, and your
2: your correcting history. Um, Can you go into that, please? Well, history has been written, but uh, it's been written to tell us a certain story. And uh, the 1619 Project is trying to reframe that story. And it's really about uh, the ongoing legacy of slavery. We've been taught that slavery was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Get over it, which is something nearly every black person in this country hears at some Mm -hmm. point. And the 1619 Project is really saying that uh, slavery was so foundational to America and its institutions that we are still suffering from that legacy now. And it's exploring the many ways that that we still are.
3: But 1619 predates America and some people have a problem with that. Why do you think that is?
2: Yes, so it's funny because this year is also the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower. Yet no one argues that we shouldn't learn about the Mayflower because that predates the United States. We know that that was an important moment. Um, I would argue that the White Lion, which was a ship that arrived a year earlier carrying enslaved Africans, was far more important to the American story uh, than 1620, than the Mayflower. So... No, America hadn't yet formed, but Virginia was the first colony. Our institutions would come out of the thirteen colonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, our legal system, our cultural system, our political system, and certainly the anti-black racism that we still struggle with is born at that moment.
3: Now, I you know I've been delving, I've been um, reading your your project here, the uh, the sixteen nineteen project. I've been going through it, and I see that y- you. Your your father was very patriotic And, and doing this project It kind of changed Your perspective on that Did it not?
2: Yeah, absolutely Working on the project Changed my perspective On my father um, I opened the piece Talking about how my dad Who was born in apartheid Mississippi mm-hmm. uh, Flew this flag in our front yard On this giant flagpole And he was one of the only black people I knew who flew a flag in their yard, and I was deeply embarrassed by that. Um, But as I started researching for this project, and my essay is really about how black Americans have had this pivotal role of actually turning the United States into a democracy, I got that he understood something that I didn't, that um, no one has a right to take away our citizenship and our rights to think of ourselves as American because so much of what uh, black people have done is what has built this very country that we get to live in today
3: that's a very powerful statement there um so you you're saying that the struggle of black people to get justice or 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 reach a a level of civil civil rights and uh, their fight for justice and civil rights in america has helped shape and build america into a democracy
2: Absolutely. So when Thomas Jefferson writes those famous uh, English words, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, Uh, he owns 130 human beings at that time, including some of his own family members. And he understands that uh, one-fifth of the population will enjoy none of those rights and liberties. So we are founded on a hypocrisy, on a paradox. Mm -hmm. But black people read those words and said, oh, we're going to believe that these words are true and apply to us and fight. Again and again, we see them fighting at the revolution, the first person to die. Uh, for this country was a black man named Crispus Attucks who wasn't free we see that happening uh, with the abolitionist movement largely led by black Americans we see that happening at the Civil War with the Reconstruction Amendments and of course the Civil Rights Movement which brings the franchise to large segments of uh, America for the first time right. so we we said we were founded as a democratic republic but most Americans could not vote at the time of the Constitution uh, but thanks largely to black resistance and freedom struggles we are close to a multiracial democracy uh, as we've ever been
3: so if, if if america is closer to a democracy than it's ever been and, and black people help shape that why are a lot of historians trying to debunk the 19 i mean 1619 project
2: because we need to believe as a country that uh, our founding was pure that yes you know, we had some troubles, including um, holding 500,000 people in bondage, Mm -hmm. Um, but that largely we were a nation founded to be exceptional and these uh, majestic ideas, and that our founders, uh, though complicated men, were men who were righteous. But when you argue um, that our founders were, many of them, very hypocritical and that you can't just simply overlook the mm-hmm. fact that slavery was a motivation in some of the colonies. just yes, taxation was a motivation, but also uh, the ability to keep making a lot of money off of human bondage. Right. That is very unsettling, uh, not just to the average American, but to historians who have seen their job as protecting that founding narrative. The difference is, you know, when you're black in this country, you don't have the luxury of pretending that that history didn't exist. And what that history has done is really marginalized our story um, when really the story of black people and slavery is central to the uh, United States.
3: But it is also essential to other countries that played a role in slavery. Uh, Do you think that those other countries should have to deal with slavery just like America is right now or? So what I'm what I'm saying is, do you think other countries should have to face their own connection to the 1619 project?
2: Oh, for sure. All the colonial powers need to have a reckoning and reckoning also needs to happen on the continent of Africa. But I, I think the fundamental difference there's two. yes, uh, slavery occurred in the bounds of the country that would become America. Right. Um, but also of those Colonial powers. America's the only country that was founded on the idea of individual rights and liberty. Interesting. That was founded on the idea of God-given inalienable rights. Um, none of those other European, I mean, these were monarchies. They weren't founded on the idea that every person had equal rights, but we were. So that hypocrisy really matters. And, um, of course, I argue that that hypocrisy is why we have struggled so much to get over and address the issue of slavery because it forces us to acknowledge this lie at our founding.
3: Very powerful. The hypocrisy of the founding fathers is what is still driving um, racism and inequality today in America. Um, thank you, Miss um, Jones, for for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully everyone will get a chance to look into the New York Times 1619 project. I know it's due to become a hardback sometime in um, this year in 2020. Um, I would like to thank you all for listening today and I hope that you learned something and you had a great time. Once again, this has been a spring semester of social media production podcast project and I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Have a great day and see you out there on campus. Bye.
0: Hello Prince George's County, my name is Lillian Torres and here is the latest news for today. A Prince George's County school community is mourning the loss of a beloved coach and counselor who died from coronavirus. In a message to the parents, students, and staff, Prince George's County School's Chief Education Officer Monica Goldson announced the passing of Terrence Burke, a counselor and basketball coach at Northwestern High School in Hyattsville. A support team of school psychologists, professional school counselors, and pupil personnel workers can provide support remotely. Goldson reminds the county school's community to help prevent the spread of this virus. A Prince George's County Maryland hospital now seeks public donations of elastic fabric to make face masks as the ongoing coronavirus pandemic has personal protective equipment in short supply across the country. Councilmember Thomas E. Darnoga said in an email that UM-Prince George's Hospital Center needs elastic bands to make facial masks for staff. The elastic bands have to be unused and one-fourth inches in width. So far, about 87 masks have been made because of the donations across the county. And for our last news story, Prince George's County Public Schools has announced another expansion of student meal sites during the statewide school closures. Now, students can receive a grab-and-go bag at 36 sites across the county, which includes breakfast, lunch, and a snack. Oxon Hill Middle and Samuel Chase Elementary are the schools serving District 8. These sites are open weekdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. More information and complete list of a meal sites can be found on the PGCPS website. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres.